The mind and the body can seem very different from each other. Strange bedfellows indeed. On one hand, we have the mind, which is the seat Chazal tell us of the neshama, where our deepest yearnings, longings, aspirations, longing toward the divine resides. And then we have the body, earthly, physical, worldly. But in truth, these different two parts of us, and really two different realms of our lives, the spiritual and the physical, need not be disparate, certainly ought not be warring with each other, bringing the human being to rip at his seams, but quite the contrary. There is a healthy marriage between the mind and Hashem on one hand and the body on the other hand. Because all the yearnings of our Nisham, our mind, are only implemented by the guf, by the body. The body takes all of that, all of those dreams, and makes something out of it. So they come together with their different functions and missions, just like husband and wife. This healthy fusion, splendid marriage between the mind and the body, I would like to trace in our parsha. By a duo, by the two kalim, the two vessels in the base Hamikdash, which are mentioned in our parasha, the only two vessels mentioned in our parasha of Amar, and that is the menorah, on which the neiros, the candles, were ignited, and the, the shulchan, the table upon which the lacham upon and the showbreads were placed. There must be some deeper significance. For these two kalim appearing as a duo, as the only kalim in Parshas In fact, these two kalim are placed directly parallel to each other, geographically and by, in loca- by location as well. The shulchan was placed on the northern side of the Kodesh chamber of the Mishkan, and the menorah was placed on the southern side of the Kodesh, exactly parallel and an, an e- even line. This parallel is not only geographical, but can be traced in the language of our, the Pesukim in our parsha as well. Listen with a careful ear as the verbiage used first regarding the menorah echo again and again regarding the shalchan. So we have here in our parsha Parak Chavdal at Pasagimel. First, it says regarding the menorah, Yaroch Oso, it should be arranged. Well, likewise, we find concerning the Shulchan in Pasak Chas, Yarichanu, it should be arranged. We have an expression here returning to the menorah, Pasagimel, Lifne Hashem Tamid, it is placed in front of Hashem. Always. Well, likewise, in Pasuk Ches, it says concerning the, the Shulchan, Lifnei Hashem Tamid. We have an expression here, returning to Pasuk Gimel, regarding the menorah, Chukas Olam L'Toroseichem, it's an eternal mitzvah. Well, we have that same word, Olam, appearing concerning the Shulchan, in Pasuk Ches, Bris Olam. We have an expression regarding the menorah, in Pasuk Dalit, al menorah hatahora, it's a pure menorah. Well, likewise, it says concerning the shulchan in Pasuk Fav, ha-shulchan hatahar, the pure shulchan. Repetitive expressions between used common to the menorah and the shulchan 
is far from a random spill of ink, but rather a technique of the divine author Hakarash Barhu. He wants us to take the menorah and the shulchan, these two kalims spoken about side by side in our parasha and located side by side in the Mishkan. And he wants us to bring them together. And the question is why? Beyond technicality, what is the deeper meaning of this fusion between the menorah and the shulchan? Well, in terms of the symbolism of each one, the Gemara tells us that the menorah, light, symbolizes wisdom, the light of wisdom, Torah, are. And therefore it tells us if a person wants to daven for chachma, wisdom, they should actually face the south side when they daven. Correlating to the menorah, the symbol of wisdom which was placed on the south side. On the other hand, the shulchan, upon which breads, materialism, wealth appears, symbolizes materialism in Judaism, and therefore tells us one who wants to daven for prosperity should face the north side of the shulchan. Now, there's a certain powerful imagery to the menorah, spirituality, wisdom. Talmud Torah is the highest mitzvah, the greatest spiritual aspirations of the Jew on one hand, and the shulchan, representing the whole material, the whole kashmistic realm. Both are placed side by side. Both are equally celebrated. Both are balanced, placed on equal balance. Because Ruchnius and Gashmius, spirituality and physicality are both equal partners, spouses in this great enterprise called the human being, in this great enterprise called Avaidas Hashem. Digging deeper, I would like to suggest that quite literally, the menorah and the shochan correspond to brain and body. Certainly the menorah wisdom is the realm of the brain corresponds to the brain. The shulchan, on the other hand, well, what does it represent? We find a term appearing again and again regarding the shulchan. As noted by Ramban, that is the expression panim, face. For starters, the breads that were placed in the shulchan were called lechem ha-panim, literally translated as face breads because they were baked in the shape of a face. Likewise, we have the expression lefonai in front of me, in front of my face my face appearing most commonly regarding the shulchan, says Rabban. And even the direction, the place where the shulchan was placed, Safon the north, Safon has the ping nun, the root letters of Panam. Again and again, says Rabban, we have this term face. Well, what is the deeper meaning? Well, the face connotes the superficial, the visible. That is indeed the realm of Gashmias, materialism. Materialism is facial, is superficial, but it has a place too. It has a place too, because behind the beautiful face is a beautiful mind. Behind or beside the shulchan is a menorah. How powerful now to see the Mishkan this way with a shulchan with a menorah right behind it, right beside it. This corresponds to the face with the brain right behind it. The Torah is beautiful, Chachma is beautiful, the menorah is beautiful. 
Well, one who possesses spiritual beauty ought to possess physical beauty as well. Because we live in an olam haza, in a materialistic world. Excellence will not be appreciated unless it's luminous and radiant in the physical world as well. One who has a beautiful face without a beautiful mind, we all know people who are trendy and fashionable but lacking in content. Ultimately, they ring hollow. A shulchan without a menorah is an empty shell. However, one who has a menorah, one who has a beautiful mind, a spiritual mind, everything which Torah wisdom is, which comes with Torah ethics and Torah caring to and beautiful midos, they ought to have a beautiful face, i.e. they ought to have an appearance which is impressive. As Vonagon writes regarding the beauty of the Umos, spiritual people, they exude their ruchniistic beauty physically as well. They take care of themselves because the body is kadush as well, and when they are responsible to take care of their body as well, their innate spiritual beauty radiates. Shulchan and menorah side by side. Beautiful mind, beautiful face and body. Harmonious composite of a human being. Harmonious fusion of two realms in our life in Avedis Hashem.